Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Hello there, my gorgeous listeners, and welcome to episode 37 of The Social Circus. Uh, This is my first episode after having a little break over the Christmas period, and we're starting back strong um, in 2023. So I hope you've enjoyed a little bit of downtime and I hope you haven't missed my podcast too much. Um, It's lovely to be back for a fresh new year. I'm really excited for what 2023 has in store and I'm really looking forward to so many different things. But today's episode, I'm going to be focusing on my year in review for 2022. And I'm hoping to share a few lessons along the way. So um, do indulge me because it's a very personal episode in terms of what's been going on in my business and um, what changes I've made and what things have happened um, that I think have been, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly, I suppose. And I guess the first thing I want to start out with um, looking at my year and how it's performed was really considering, and this is something I I feel feel like maybe I'm not the only entrepreneur that struggles with this, it's that um, bright, shiny object syndrome and getting distracted from things. So in my business, I'm generally really single-minded in my approach to what it is that I do. And Um, Last year, a couple of things happened and uh, they really took my eye off the prize, which is always online social butterflies. So um, I bought a business with a couple of um, business friends and before it launched, I pulled out (laughs) and I realized that I just simply didn't have capacity to run another business on top of my own business. And the effort that it was taking in that initial relaunch phase was just not what I was hoping for. And I just thought to myself, I'm not coping now. How's this going to go moving forward? And the other thing that happened was I had two clients uh, ask me if I'd like to invest in their companies and come on and uh, kind of partnership arrangement. So all of these sound like really good things, but I had promised myself that I would be really single-minded in terms of my focus on my business and making sure I didn't get distracted by other, other things going on. And there I was, it was actually only about February or March that I got distracted with purchasing another business. And um, I was kind of I was a bit cross with myself, if I'm honest, because I thought um, I thought I was pretty um, driven and focused and had my eye on the success of Online Social Butterfly. And I was, I tried not to be hard on myself that I'd made a couple of bad decisions, um, but it was a really interesting learning experience and it was a really good reminder for me that if I want my business to be successful, it has to be my like sole focus. And um, I know that there are lots of people out there that are like multi, multi-passionate multi entrepreneurs that have multiple businesses. Um, I'm not that person. <laughs> I have to have my baby and I have to be focused really exclusively on it and I have to be driven about it. So that was a really interesting learning lesson for me in terms of what, what can I do realistically and what can I achieve in my business if I if my attention is um divided across other priorities uh, such as other businesses and the reality of it is even if you do have lots of passions and you have different businesses you only have the same amount of time as me so unless you've got some really um what's the word self-sufficient businesses it is very hard to run multiple businesses you can run them but it's quite hard to run them successfully and that was definitely one of my key takeouts from 2022 is that my focus is online social butterfly and it is only online social butterfly. Um, I will continue to grow that business in ways that light me up and I'll continue to create beautiful courses and, and things within it that make me excited, but I will not be stepping outside of that box 
at all in any way. Um, please hold me accountable for that because I definitely get excited. I see beautiful opportunities. I have a couple of um, clients who have amazing businesses that I feel like my heart would be driven to participate in, but I'm also well aware of what that would mean for my business and what it would mean for my energy and focus. So that was my kind of biggest lesson I took away. I also had some big changes. Actually, my whole team changed in 2022. So if you're not familiar with what the the inner sort of workings of my business are, I obviously work full-time in my business. My husband, um, who is a web designer, works probably part-time in the business and does a big lion's share of the household family stuff. Um, I then have a, a virtual assistant based in Perth, an overseas virtual assistant, and I added a new team member last year as well. So uh, my overseas virtual assistant, I flicked over and it was something that I had thought really long and hard about. And there was a couple of reasons for that change. Um, I'd been with her for nearly three years and I wasn't happy with her progress in terms of adding tasks to her workload. I didn't feel like that was going how I thought it should after such an amount of time. And I was really struggling with the time zone difference, which sounds super whiny, but um, very early in my business journey, I decided that the purpose of running my business was for my family and my benefit. And when I was really in my early days of business, I had staff, I had an office and staff, um, can you believe? And um, I remember being really flexible, offering flexing workable range, flexible working arrangements. And I felt like I got to this point where everyone was getting flexibility except for me. And when that changed and I made a promise to myself that my business would be really about suiting my needs and that's what I decided. So last year when I was struggling with this time zone difference, what the problem was is when she started work in the morning, it was like five or six o'clock in the evening here at where I live in Perth. Now that's not late. But I often don't work that late because I work at home and the reason I run my business is to be around for my sons when they get home from school. So often I would have to duck back into the office to attend to her when I'd actually finished my working day and I kind of was was starting to really irk me and I just made a decision that I'd kind of, I gave her a task and I was like, well, I've had enough of this. But I was really strapped as to how to find a new, um, new overseas virtual assistant. I really liked the company that I'd come through. And then in my mastermind, someone mentioned a new company that was an Australian-based company and they had people in the Philippines, which I have to say is in the exact same time zone as me here in Perth. So I changed over and that's been an amazing asset to my business. Um, Hazel, who is my new overseas VA, is delightful and so good at what she does. And it's really been something that has added so much um, sort of space for me in my business. I really, really like that. So um my overseas VA changed, my Perth-based VA changed, and my VA that I'd had for a couple of years moved on, and I had to recruit a new one, and that felt all nervous and, um, you know, all those jitters that you have that you want someone to really get inside your business, and I've been working with Claire for about eight months now, and I know that she'll be listening to this podcast because she does the show notes, and um, having her on my team has been transformative because she is she was an executive assistant and you can see that coming through in her skills in terms of managing my diary managing my emails managing me and telling me when i need to be doing stuff that i shouldn't be it's actually really joyous to have someone else's organizational brain inside my business because that is not my strong point um and it's been really it's been really lovely having that and so my new recruit in my business last year was um, getting an obm or an online business manager and this felt really scary because I already have got other people that I'm paying in my business and I was like, can I afford this? And the truth of it is I was really struggling with my workload and 
I don't like to be drowning in work. I don't like to feel like I have no capacity for anything. I love having space to be creative. And so um, Marianne, who I took on as my OBM, has been with me about four or five months now. And the the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> um, my attention to detail is not what it should be. I love, um, I'm very quick work. I'm very high energy. I'm fast and excitable. And I've got all the ideas and I don't mind doing implementation, but don't ask me to dot the I's and cross the T's. And I sent out three emails in a row with incorrect links and it was just a schmozzle and I kind of got really upset with myself and I was just like, this is not working, Sarah, and you need to do something differently. And I actually had been working with Marianne. She'd been working on a really big project with me. She's a real expert on all things Microsoft Simplero and I loved her. I thought she was brilliant and very clever and bringing her into my business instantly lightened my load. So she does a lot of the stuff in Simplero, which is my online course portal. And I love working with her. She brings an extra brain to my business. So when I say, this is what we're going to do, her reply is, I think we should do it like this. And I love that. And so even though it felt like I wasn't quite ready financially to take another person into my team, it has definitely been a really, really positive move. And I'm very confident that Marianne has definitely made me more money in my business. So it's been a very good um, hire for my business. So um, those have been some big changes for me in 2022. And on top of one of those changes, I did mention that my husband Grant works inside Online Social Butterfly. And up until um, the end of June last year, we did client websites. So he was a web designer and Online Social Butterfly offered web design as a service. Now, because I'm so heavily invested in online courses and digital products, um, I rely on my gorgeous husband to build me sales pages. And um, it was during a, a launch that I had, I think it was in April in 2022, and he was not available to build me a sales page. And I was a bit grumpy because he was very busy with client work. And when we got to the end of the launch, I always do a wash up and I always know how my sales pages convert. And so my husband's sales pages, he builds beautiful ones in WordPress, convert at between four and 5%. The sales page that I had to build myself in Simplero, which was still okay, converted at under 2%. And we kind of had a bit of a moment here and I, and I said to him, we lost money because you weren't able to work in the online social butterfly business. And so I said to him, we want to hit an income level in all of the other products so that we can stop doing client websites. And so we made a decision come 1st of July, 2022, he would no longer be doing client websites. It took us up until Christmas to wrap them all up, would you believe? And we've got a couple more booked in through personal referrals. So we will take a couple, but that's been a big shift because now his focus is very much on things like the sales pages. He's such a talented web designer and he does a lot of my podcasts and all those kind of things. So I've kind of added him as a resource, even though he was already here, because he's more dedicated working on our business rather than in our business, which is really brilliant. So the other big thing that I did was I joined a mastermind and um, I've been kind of, what's the word, mooching about looking for one for a long time. And I was really keen to join one that I felt with, had other women on a similar trajectory to me in terms of digital products and launching and things like that. So um, when I made that decision again, it feels like quite scary when you make big financial commitments, but it's something that I have not looked back from. You have all benefited from other ladies in my mastermind being on my podcast and meeting other wonderful women, networking with them. But the mastermind and the leader and things, and I'll probably get her on to talk about it in more depth. But it's been a really big shift for me. And 
I think one of the moments that I realized I was in the right place, because in the mastermind, there are women at all levels of digital launching. So some don't have any products. The week that I was launching was not really long after I joined the mastermind. I was doing a launch and it was hectic because my business is busy and I'm often coaching. And I just, I said to my husband, my goal for my next launch is to have like no clients that week and just have a week of being focused on launching so I can bring all my energy to that. And that was my goal. And then in the group, someone was launching and she had decided to, because she's got a multi-million dollar business, she has million dollar launches. And she said, I decided to take a break from scenery and go and spend a week in New York being around lots of high fun energy to do my launch. And it made me realize that being in a mastermind made me see what's possible. So perhaps like dreaming of having a week off when I launch was dreaming a little bit small. And so I've set myself goals for 2023 in terms of what my launches are going to look like. So the first launch is going to be no clients that week. The next launch, I'm going to take myself off to a nice space, probably just locally where I live. So I don't have any family distractions during my launch. And then the goal obviously is to go somewhere fabulous (laughs) overseas for the launch. So I will keep you posted as to how I progress on that this year, but that is definitely my intention. So I'm really excited to see what comes to fruition. But that mastermind has been everything I would hoped it would be in terms of leveling up my mindset, um, allowing me to network with other women who are very much focused on digital products. So that's been really exciting. I'm obviously still in that and I'll keep you posted. The other thing that I've been trying to focus on and done it with varying degrees of success, let's be honest, (laughs) is better managing my time. And my goal is really to work less. Um, I have quite severe workaholic tendencies and I work very hard on keeping them at bay. And at the beginning of 2022, I had decided that I was not going to see clients on Mondays and Fridays. And the view would be that um, if I didn't have anything on a Monday, it would stop me working weekends because I knew I had that mental bandwidth on a Monday to do tasks. And Monday was for working on online social butterfly. It was not for client work or anything like that. So that I held really well in terms of boundaries throughout the year. The Fridays, I initially had thought that I would be able to move to a four day working week. And when that didn't pan out, I got really grumpy with myself and I just got grumpy all around. And so I changed my mindset around that and decided that actually what I was going to do, I was going to call it a flexi day so that if I had got all my work wrapped up, I could take the day off and go and hang out. And once a month, I made sure I caught up with my best friend, went for a facial. I also tried to catch up with my mum. So it was really nice um, having that flexibility, but not having those commitments. Now, about halfway through the year, I had a couple of clients in process of big launches And suddenly I found myself working Mondays and Fridays. And once you give a little bit on your boundaries, they suddenly just vanish. And um, as I was sort of approaching um, quarter three of 2022, I was feeling myself feeling quite burnt out. And I realized it was because I was working too much and I didn't have those boundaries in place. And I pulled right back on them and really held firm. And as soon as I did that, I felt this, you know, capacity to do more work because I wasn't seeing clients all the time. I don't mind having long client days coaching, but I don't want to be doing it every day. So um, come sort of late November, I kind of bent on them a little bit because I was taking time off and I had lots of my clients that wanted to see me before they finished. And I did go back to it a little bit and and it reminded me how much I didn't want to do that. So it was actually a good reminder. So in 2023 and um this is i am recording this in 2023 and it's only week one um and i'm just back at work and i've already had clients say to me because i'm nearly booked out for january 
Um, I can't get into you until the 25th of January. Can you let me know if you would have a cancellation or a wait list? And the reality of it is um, I absolutely can, but I'm not opening up my diary any more days. And I am going to hold really firm on that this year because it stopped me working weekends because I knew I had that Monday to, to do the things I thought needed to be done. So I didn't nip into the office on a Sunday to get ahead, which was wonderful. And that Flex Friday just felt really good. So I'm going to be holding on to that really well. I heard someone describe on a podcast the other day the notion that they had on and off weeks. And so in a month, they had three weeks where they always saw clients and one week where they took no contact zone, no classes, no clients, nothing like that. And I thought that was a really nice idea. I'm not sure how successful I'm going to be because I've already got a ton of training booked into quarter one. So I'm not sure, but I like the idea and I've kind of popped it in the back of my mind as something that I could consider. So I'll keep you posted on how that goes. One of my big achievements for 2022 is launching this podcast and I launched it in March, which was always my goal. And I didn't miss a single week of an an episode um, until I I took a break at Christmas. I didn't actually miss any weeks. And I feel incredibly proud of that. And my goal with the podcast is very single minded. I want to be able to reach more people and reach them in a format that suits them. And I'm a huge podcast junkie. Um, (laughs) It's how I met um, the person who runs the mastermind that I'm in. Um, and it's how I've connected with a lot of amazing business women. So my goal is to give you all as my listeners guidance, support and advice that's going to be helpful for your business. And one of my other goals was that I decided, and I'm apologies if you're listening and you are a gentleman, but it's going to be women only as my guests, because I feel that as our responsibility as female entrepreneurs is to lift up other women. And so I've actually had several men approach me to be guests and one of them was so desperate. He said he would come on with his business partner who's a female. And I said, I'll have her on, but not you. <laughs> I don't think that went over very well. He's a bit grumpy after that. But um, I truly believe that we we have an opportunity and I have an opportunity as a podcast presenter to give other women in business a, a voice. And that was really important to me. And what was even more exciting is that I had a lot of women come on my podcast who had never been on a podcast before. Um, it was their first exposure and experience and it felt really, I don't know what the word is, felt really uplifting that I was able to give them that opportunity. I loved it. And I felt it really, I could see them kind of go, that was so fun and and kind of give them the confidence that you can sit in this space. You have a right to be here. And I'm going to be really passionate about finding more amazing guests for my podcast for this year. And yesterday I actually just recorded an episode with a very clever decluttering lady, Bridget, and she's going to be my first guest for this year. So stay tuned. Her episode will be coming up in a couple of weeks, but I will just pop a little comment in here and say, if you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, you're a female entrepreneur and you think my audience who are female entrepreneurs have, would, would benefit from listening to your message, then um, feel free to reach out to me. We'll pop the email address that it goes to in the show notes. And I'd love to connect with you. I'm always keen to get really interesting guests on my podcast. Um, please don't pitch if you've got the same business as me. I'm not going to put you on my podcast if you offer exactly the same services I do. It does not make any sense. I'm sorry, but that happened to me last year. And I was like, why would I have another Facebook ads expert on my podcast? That is not like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Okay. The other thing that I did, and this is my final thing and apologies. I, I try not to ramble on too long. You know, I love a chat is that I kind of looked very hard at my business because I wasn't sure what I wanted to be known for. So a lot of people know me as a marketing expert, a digital marketing expert, and a lot of people just call me the Facebook ads girl. 
and now soon to be renamed Meta Ads. And what was interesting about that is like, I don't want to be an ads girl. Like I don't want to just be known for creating Facebook ads for their business. And I had created a course and I've launched it three times now called List Builders Lounge. And that actually teaches um, business owners how to create a great lead magnet, how to get it set up on a landing page, and then how to create Facebook ads that are done with a system that's low cost so that you can run Facebook ads to grow your list. And that felt like a really good alignment with my skills in terms of, yes, I'm an ads expert, but yes, I'm a marketing expert as well. And whenever I run that as a live round, I have to say, I feel energetically like I'm in my zone of genius. I love running as live round. I get so much satisfaction from going into the group every day, seeing how people are progressing. I love the the weekly classes, all that kind of thing. So the third time I ran it um, towards the end of 2022, I kind of had this feeling like this is my thing. This is what I want to be known for. And it's a pretty big moment (laughs) because I'm good at lots of things. And I've been in marketing for over 25 years. I have done lots of work in ads and I have lots and lots of skills, but what do I want to be known for? So that was kind of like quite a big um, epiphany. And I feel really excited because um, my plan for 2023 is only to live launch List Builders Lounge. I won't be live launching any of my other online courses. They will all be evergreen, which again, energetically felt like, oh, it just lightened my load. So um, yeah, it was a pretty massive year for 2022 for Online Social Butterfly. Um, financially, it was by far and away my most successful financial year. Um, I had ticked over some big numbers and I have some big goals for this year. And particularly for 2024, I have some enormous goals for my business. So I am very excited with the progress that I'm making. Um, I'm kind of heading into 2023 with a little bit of trepidation, still unsure of what COVID has in store for us and the world and unsure how much we can keep rolling with these changes. But knowing that I have surrounded myself with an amazing team of, again, women and my wonderful husband, and I also am surrounded by an amazing community and I feel incredibly proud of myself that I have created that. So in my Facebook group and in my membership, Blooming Biz Academy, I just get so much joy of seeing other entrepreneurs and particularly female entrepreneurs connecting with each other. So that is my wash up for 2022 from a business perspective. On a personal note, can I share a couple of things that I'm really proud of? One, I chopped all my hair off. And um, if you've seen photos of me, I have very lovely long blonde hair. And I felt like I was getting a little bit too old for that. And I felt nervous. And every time I go to the hairdressers, it gets shorter and shorter. And I love that. So I've had to have all new photos done because I look completely different. And I'm really liking that. Um, I also lost 12 kilos. So kind of focusing on my health a little bit. Um, and focusing on managing my pain, which has been a great year for that because I have endometriosis. Um, My other big win personally is that I completed my master's degree um, in 2021 and in February 2022, I got to go to my graduation ceremony. Now here in Perth, that was looking very shaky and I was incredibly, I feel even just saying this, I'm getting all welling up, was so emotional because it took me years to get my master's and I did it very much part-time around my business and my family. And it was something that I was really proud of. And I wanted that moment on stage. <laughs> it's really silly being emotional. I wanted to share in that that moment of acknowledging the success and effort that it takes to get you there. And um, the two weeks prior, we had been in and out of lockdown before my graduation. And they changed how many guests we could have come. So unfortunately, my girlfriends weren't able to attend. But my, my husband and my two sons and my mum were. Um, so we had a restriction on um, people who could attend 
Um, when I was on stage, I had to wear a mask, which I feel sad because my professional photos got a mask. I actually went out and bought a $20 mask so it matched my outfit and my gown. Um, but I got to have that moment and I can't stress from having had that moment on stage to recognize my effort to get my master's degree, um, how important it is in every step in our business to acknowledge our successes and um, having, oh gosh, I need to calm down so being emotional here. Having had that moment where I felt like I was not going to get my moment in the sun, as you call it, um, I realized how important it is to pause and acknowledge our success and to stop and recognize what we have achieved because that's what a graduation ceremony is. It's a recognition of your hard work that has got you to the end of that degree or whatever. And that that having that kind of teeter in front of me, will it happen, won't it happen, made me realize how important it was for myself, but made me realize how important that is for all of us. And one of the things I have always struggled with being self-employed is not having a boss to tell me that I'm great. <laughs> and my husband said in the early days of my business, I said, I wish my clients would tell me that I'm great. And he goes, they pay you. That's That's what you get. Nowadays, I do get lots of lovely credit. I am a, um, like I'm a words of affirmation words is my love language, if you're wondering. So, um, you know, it's really, really nice to have those moments. And if I could, if you could take one thing away from this podcast today, I'd like you to reflect on 2022, write them down, whatever it is you felt like you achieved or what you changed, what you did and didn't do. And I want you to take a little moment, pop some champagne and acknowledge your effort and your work and that you're still standing and that you're still in business after another turbulent year. And I have to just say, thank you for listening to my podcast. It is my, um, it is my love language to you. I hope that you enjoy it and that I'm really looking forward to hanging out with you every week in 2023. I'm really excited for, I've already got some, I actually had some episodes batched from last year. Um, but I wanted to do this one, um, only a few days before, just because I wanted to feel into 2023. But I encourage you to really be kind to yourself. Take a moment to celebrate your achievements. And I'm really looking forward to 2023. And I hope you are. I look forward to seeing you the same time next week here on The Social Circus. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.